I'm Martin. I'm Michael. Welcome to a midweek episode of Blurs R Us. Uh, there was so much to talk about on the last episode that won't just uh, leave a bit of time and so we can sit down, relax and get things done. Uh, I had to go to, I had, not I had to go to work. I had to, I had to go out and do something. So, um, oh dear me. There's only a bit of background noise because Del's trying to do a bit of home improvements as she tries to give myself a bit of a nicer backdrop when I do some streams. Um, mm. Yeah, she got me some fairy lights and a little like curtain backdrop that looks pretty cool. So, um, yeah, do you, know, do you know what? Again, it's difficult just doing things at home in my house, whereas hopefully in the next nine months, we'll have our own place where we can actually set up a proper nice little streaming setup have some like anime stuff in the, anime stuff in the background, have some gaming stuff, um, and just make it look a bit more cool in it. Um, Are you going to uh, get a green screen? Uh, Dell's already got a green and a blue screen. So there's things that I mm-hmm. can do to play around. Like she's, she went to like film school and drama school and puppet school and she's, she's done it all in it. So in terms of, having someone that can give a helping hand to do that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, she's got a lot of the expertise in it. So I can rely on oh, her. Yeah, huh? Didn't know that. Yeah, man. She's hmm. she's like super talented. Like you, That's the thing I hate about actors, you know, because nine <laughs> times out of ten, yeah, they're good looking, they're good at sports, they can sing, they can act, they can dance, like they can just do everything no, in it. And no, then no. there's... Yeah, you, 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 keep, you keep talking about me like that's so nice. Uh, dickhead, I'm talking about you, bruv. Dickhead. Oh my god, you not, no, you've never been so nice bro. before in my entire life. Your butters, yeah, you can't dance, <laughs> and your voice is definitely not for singing, so I don't know where you're going with that. Hey, you just said all the good things about mm-hmm. me, so yeah, you wish, I know you're lying. you wish, you wish. So, you know, since Mike has not been on for a while, what have you been up to since the last time we recorded? I don't even know how many episodes ago it was that you last came on. Um, oh, I've just been chilling, trying to find a new job, usual. Uh, finished playing Watch Dogs. Nice. Um, started to uh, started to take uh, streaming a bit official-ish, doing Arsenal and NFL. Um, yeah, so I just... Like everything that I needed to do for now, and just trying to work on proving everything else. That's I've been working with everything goals. Made affiliate because of Super um, American football. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that your girl made you a nice new logo still. Yeah, it's actually a nice logo still. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool beans, cool beans. All right, so again, this is. Oh, you know, quickly, before we get to the news, um, there was one thing I meant to, forgot to mention on the weekend's episodes. Um, I guested on the Nerds podcast, uh, formerly known as Nerd Porn, um, on over, I think, last Thursday. Um, so that episode's up. We talked to One Division episode three. Uh, we, talk, we talked to Kong trailer. Um, so, guys, uh, go check them out there. Very good friends of the podcast. Um, and they talk a lot more on the gaming side of things. Um, so, yeah, I'll highly go check them out. They're also on Twitch as well. Um, you can find them on Twitch at Nerds the Podcast. Um, they're on our page, so if you scroll all the way down to the bottom, you can see like our recommended friends and stuff. So that way, it's very easy for you to find them. Um, the other thing that I just want to quickly talk about: I watched season two of a show called Bonding. Um, 
it's about the isn't that, go on what are you gonna say isn't that isn't that, that bondage show on yeah so it's, it's a bdsm kind of show on netflix but like the first season was super funny in it like it was really entertaining it had a really good story um the actors were jokes um and everything was like pretty cool in it this season wasn't as funny if i was on a spray i'll give it a half chicken they introduced some new characters. It still had some funny moments, um, but it just, again, didn't bang as much as I remember season one. Uh, it's nice and short, though. I think it's like six episodes, about 40 mm. minutes each. So it's a quick watch. Um, and again, if, you know, it's, it's a interesting reflection on that side of life, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Um, it's not like a documentary yeah. or anything, but it's like quite funny entertaining mm. and it has some deep deep moments as well um but yeah so we're gonna get into the news we're gonna talk about a different couple of new subjects and then our main events for today is gonna be fate the wink saga and devil man cry baby so yeah stick around guys Alright, so have any of you two seen Wicked in the Theater? Yes. Wicked. No, I haven't. You went for your birthday last year. What did you think of it? Loved it. You I hate it? I hate I hate the good witch, but you know. He hate the good witch. I don't know. Well yeah. John Chu has been lined up to direct a universal film adaptation of Wicked. So we should be getting that some point in the future. What's your what's your take on that, Michael? Um not everything needs to be made into a movie. Fair. Um, not everything needs to be made into a movie. Some things can stay in theater, like cats. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it should just stay in the theaters. Don't don't take it to the movies. It'll be. I think if it fails like cats, then it's just to be like, here we go again. Leave people with the fantasy. Fair enough. Uh, another little bit of breaking news that happened last think Wednesday was wait no today's Wednesday so Tuesday. Uh, the Walt Disney Company has extended its relationship with Black Panther's director and co-writer Ryan Coogler. Disney has made a five-year overall exclusive television deal with Coogler's Proximity Media, which he runs with principals Zinzi Coogler, Seth O'Hein, uh, Ludwig Goranson, I'm butchering these names, Archie Davis and Peter Nix. Uh, Coogler is working on a Black Panther feature sequel, which he's going to direct this year, will develop new television series for the studio, the first one will be a drama based on the Kingdom of Wakanda for Disney Plus. Um, what's your lot's thoughts on that? Yeah, let's go with mine. Um, yeah, like I said, that sounds good. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, very, very brief for me. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say more than that, Michael. What's your What's your thoughts on that? The man is money. The man he, is money. He made. Look, he made. He made Black Panther one of the best films Disney they, Disney has ever made. Marvel has it, it's made, it made so much money in the first what first week uh-huh. of coming out. Yeah, hey, give the man give the man another shot with a TV series. Let's see let's see because it's going to be amazing either way because we know what type of movies he does. If he's got mm-hmm. a TV, do a TV show, if he's got a, like what twelve episodes in a season, just imagine what he's going to do. He ain't got to stuff everything into one movie. That is very Breaking true. Down as the season goes. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. But I'll look forward to it. 
Um, again, I, like I'm gonna agree with a lot of the sentiments that you just gave there. Like, he has a very proven track record, um, and I think a TV show will probably do a better job of exploring some of the other characters that we got introduced in Black Panther. Um, I want to see when this drops or when they plan to drop this. Whether this will be after Black Panther two or whether this will be something that ties together Black Panther one and Black Panther two. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Where they Which would make, it. yeah, that would make a lot of sense as well. Yeah, all right. Because at least if it runs through Black Panther one to Black Panther two, they could do a scene where Black Panther just disappears. Mm-hmm. The next whoever they make Black Panther becomes Black Panther, even though all the herbs got destroyed. So I'm trying to figure out how they could do that actually. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they did. Well, if sh- if Shuri's about, I'm pretty sure she can make some like synthetic herb that has a similar effect. Or we can <laughs> using using the using the, just the, the blood of father. Yeah, or, or the of he's, so re- he's so reached there as well. Or we might just find out there was like a, a herb hidden somewhere, like <laughs> deep in Wakanda that nobody knew about, like. There's always ways around things in comic books, you know what I mean? And we call that a deus ex machina. Exactly. Do you know what? I kind of even skipped ahead because this was meant to be comic book news, but uh, my pages kind of went weird. Um, Pacific Rim, The Black, is coming out on March 4th on Netflix. Mm. Um, I like the Pacific Rim movies. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't... Do you know, even number two I enjoyed... um, I think the main characters were so important that we had to see them for a second movie. Do you know what I mean? It was sort of that like, it is where it's in the first one, it is where it is in the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was good. Um, I really like the cinematography of it. It reminds me a lot of uh, the Transformers movies, the Michael Bay Transformers movies. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I've also, I think I've seen um, there's an animated, um, I don't know if it's an animated movie, an animated series, I believe it's an animated movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty cool. So, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to another, you know, like robot slash monster beat him up. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to like I, I I've really enjoyed a lot of Netflix's anime adaptations. Uh, I'm mm. in a similar vein of you that I enjoyed both the first and second Pacific Rim movies. Um, so it'll be interesting to see uh, where they take this anime an- animated adaptation. Um, mm. Michael, are you a fan of Pacific Rim and? You know, what's your like general thoughts? Did, did anyone have you any of you watched a little like 30, 45 second teaser trailer that they dropped? No, I haven't um, seen that yet. Okay, well the, anim- um, the animation looks pretty clean still. I'm not the biggest fan of Pacific Rim. I like the first one. Mm-hmm. The second one I thought the second one I thought was a bit trashy and you know Yeah, it was just one of those ones I was just like, okay, um I'm not finishing this movie and just carried on with my life. <laughs> Yeah, no, not the biggest fan of it, too, so. First, first, first. All right, so we're getting um, even more closer to the Snyder Cut dropping. It's coming on 18th of March. Uh, we've probably talked about the Snyder Cut so many times. Like, I think yeah. this is going to be the last time I bring it up until it's actually out and we've actually seen it so we can review it and decide whether it's good or not or whether it was a waste of time or not. Oh, <laughs> go on, Michael. Oh, uh, 
not expecting anything greater than the shit that they they gave out the first time. Oh. Um, if it's not if it's not CGI filled or anything, then am I might um, inclined to enjoy it. If there's anything like the like the movie, original movie that actually came out in cinema, uh-huh. I'm, not that, I'm not that excited. Fair enough, fair enough. I, I feel the exact same way as you. <laughs> just just because the movie itself didn't even grip me. I mean, it tried to be. I, I know I, I know people keep saying this, but I, I somewhat agree with that. They tried to make it like the Marvel movies, where we know that DC is a lot grittier and darker, so. It doesn't translate well, especially when you have like little jokes here and there and whatnot. It was a massive miss for me um, in terms of the movie. Um, so I'm hoping that the static... I mean, I'm sure static is going to be more of the same, really, with you know the stupid CGI's and whatnot. So um, I did appreciate it first time around. I don't think I'm going to appreciate it second time around. Oh, okay. Cool beans, cool beans. All right, let's get to anime and manga news. Anime manga. <laughs> Alright, over to mine. Right. Mine, fill us in. Funimation makes Spanish and Portuguese available in English speaking territories. So that's US, Canada, New Zealand, UK, and Ireland. Uh-huh. Um, so, in a lot of your animes now, you will expect to have those uh, options there. So, if you're someone from any of those countries living in uh, any of these uh, English speaking countries, or someone who wants to study, those languages yeah. via anime and use anime as medium. There you go. Right, before you before, um, you before you move on, yeah. Huh? Um, mm-hmm. what was I watching? I was watching. I want to say I was watching Job Incarnation. Yeah. Yeah. And the first three episodes was in English, and I was like, "Okay, cool, as normal." Really? It, like as in no, as in English um subtitles. Oh, subtitles. Oh, yeah. As I normally expected to be. And then the fourth episode mm-hmm. was Spanish subtitles. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell's going on? I'll like- tell you, mate, I'll tell you what, I mean, I think, I don't know if it's Me- in Mexico or Spain, but like Spanish-speaking countries love anime. Don't, no, don't, don't, Absolutely don't, love anime. So I'm not surprised that, don't, you don't, know. Don't get it twisted. Like, I understand they like, like anime, but like, I didn't change any, like, of my language settings or my subtitle settings. So the fourth episode should have continued to be English subtitles, but yeah. it wasn't. So I did watch the episode because, obviously, I know a couple of Spanish words. I know a couple of Japanese words. I kind of pieced together what was going on, but I'm going to yeah. have to, like, go back and watch that episode again and hopefully mm. in um English subtitles I can get a, a full understanding of what's going on. But it was it was a little bit weird. It was a little bit frustrating because like, I was propagating to the anime, and mm. then I I hit a hit a wall. Uh, what were you watching it on? I was watching. I think it was on Funimation. Because mm. I mean, the only way that can happen as well is that they've just got a bit of some some coding went a bit astray, and they whatever they did for um, Spanish speaking territories, they sort of just brought into or imported into the English speaking territories by accident. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you get anime that are shown in you know Spanish-speaking countries first, and then we get it like the next day or something like that as well. So it, I mean, unless it's a, unless they ripped it from um, 
um, Spanish-speaking countries and brought it straight to English-speaking territories, yeah. I have no clue. But yeah, so it sounds like it's just a mistake. I'm sure they'll um, quickly update it. Yeah, I um, Yeah, Redo Healer, um, Redo Healer's author says um, season two may happen. Yeah, so... Um, oh, do you want to go? Or... Uh, no, you, you go down, but I'll add a little bit after you. So, done. basically, this anime has been very controversial in Germany. Germany have actually now cancelled the anime, um, which makes sense because it's an anime that you have to watch the uncensored version. Like it, it, like mm. we've mentioned before, it's very pointless watching the censored version. Um, but because of like the controversy on the controversy online and its growing popularity, um, the author is now very confident that the show is going to get season two. Um, so I think that's pretty cool because again, it's only about three, four episodes in, but I'm mm-hmm. really enjoying it, and I look forward to seeing where they take the rest of the season. Yeah. So in addition to what you said, Nana, um. I know that the the author and also actually actually the producers in Japan are looking for it to be picked up in English, but they're having a very difficult time of finding people to do that. Boy. Um, I guess again it's because of the nature of the yeah, of the yeah. anime itself. Yeah, it would it, it it's too it's too much for a Crunchyroll and Funimation. Like, mm. um, I don't even know who they could potentially pick it up. Yeah, no, no idea who's going to be brave enough to try and pick it up. But um, um, I mean, obviously, look at a few online forums. Um, there are a lot of, there's a lot of mixed uh, critiques. Um, the animation animation um, is something that doesn't need to be speak, spoken about because animation is very very good. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the content itself, a lot of people um, sort of understand why he does it, but don't approve of of the things that you know um, main character does. Well, so, it's, 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 it's an eighteen plus anime. It's it's, it's meant exactly. to be. Uh, it's meant to be um, like shocking and you know pushing the boundaries. Like if this, yeah. if this, you know, if if it had been live action, yeah, would it be? Boy. Would it be no? But would it be any worse than like, some of the scenes we've, we've gotten in Game of Thrones? In Game of Thrones, yeah, yeah. So and that stuff gets picked up. Mm, that is that is very true. Actually, yeah. now that you said that, Michael, yeah. are you watching Redo Healer? No, um, I haven't heard of it before until today. Okay, fine. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, uh, if you're gonna watch it, let, make sure there's no one around you. <laughs> or if your girlfriend likes, to, if, if your girlfriend is my watching it, then yeah. Yeah, um, around you. What the hell? What you, what's, what's... I never even asked you. Know, does your girl like anime? Mm, says yes. I, I sometimes I don't know. I actually don't know if it that will. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, we'll see. Uh, to the next one, Megalobox Two Nomad will have an April release in Japan on Tokyo MX and BS Eleven, uh-huh. um, which means that a few months afterwards we'll have that um, with English subs. Is Megalobox the boxing one with the like mechanic arms? Yes, that's the one. Okay, cool. Mm. Yeah. Because I know there's another um, anime that's also boxing. Yeah, um, that one's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. That's also on Netflix, exactly. Hop-Hop-Hop-Hop-Hop? Um, say again? So it's called Hop-Hop-Hop or something. Uh, not um, sure. Off the top of my head, I can't remember the name, but the two are very similar. Um, with Megalobox being the one with um, you know the mechanical attachments to it, and the other one being uh, Cyborg. Cyborg, yeah, because he's actually got... Um, he had, 
people with actual um, sort of robotic limbs attached to them, mm-hmm. and then they end up they, they box. So yeah, um, history strongest mage with the weakest crest will get an anime. Um So if you, I mean, this is the first time I've heard of history strongest mage with the weakest crest. Mm-hmm. Um, but if anyone's out there who's a fan or has ever read history strongest mage with the weakest crest, um, you're getting an anime version. So congratulations. Um, let us know why you like History Strongest Mage with the Weakest Crest, and would you recommend it to anyone? So next one is, is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon has confirmed that there'll be a season four. Um, it will return in 2022 mm. and uh, stream in Japan online. Nice. And live action uh, Kakiguri spin-off, Kakiguri Twins, to air on Amazon Prime, March 26th. Wait, as in Kakiguri the gambling anime? The gambling anime. Oh yes. my days! I'm excited. It did, yeah. Yeah, that got that got a live action as well. Didn't it? Yeah, it did. Kagaguri yeah, is yeah. so sick, man. It's like again, it's not your typical like action anime or shonen anime. Um, it's about a school where they kind of like they're testing mm-hmm. on how well they can gamble, and you know they play like Russian roulette and stuff like that, and it's it's intense. It's and it's really entertaining. It's hella intense, and I love the cosplay. Like. I was I was kind of playing on um, cosplaying as um, just a student from that school because it's just mm. a really nice uniform that they wear. Yeah, <laughs> for for people who appreciate school uniforms. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, so I've, uh, I've actually got like a little bit of breaking news that actually Dell just provided me. And, okay. Um, so it's kind of twofold. Um, so mm. obviously, since because um, so fundamentally, Sony just bought Crunchyroll, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so since uh, Sony bought Funimation, um, the streaming service has topped over 4 million paid subscribers, which is dope. It's nice to see there's so many uh, more anime lovers out there. Um, mm-hmm. Idris and Sabrina Elba are set to executive produce their first anime title, a new, anime, yeah. a new animated fantasy series for Crunchyroll. Um, which, yeah, let's, again, I'm, you know, I'm a massive fan of Idris Elba. Um, I know that he, you know, has been a fan of anime for a little while as well. Um, yeah, it's, it, we just see what they do. I have no idea Idris is a fan of anime, but I did read. I did um, read the headline that he was uh, going to be directing a, a anime. Yeah, it's it'll be interesting cool. to see what it comes up with, you know, because well, obviously the most recent films have been um, sort of sci-fi action. So if you look at, um, oh, what's the one he did with? I think it was a Hobson Shaw where he was like um, Black a cyborg or something. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. called yeah, that from what cool I, as well. From what I can see it's called Dantai. Uh, is a, mm. and I'm probably, I've probably said that wrong. It's an Afro-futuristic sci-fi series set in a city where the rise of biotechnology has created an e- ever-widening gap between the haves and the have-nots. Two rising stars of each side of this divide are pitted against each other in a story that ultimately explores equality and kinship even a corrupt society. That's a very interesting um, uh, synopsis, you know. Yeah. Uh, Idris's quote on it was, um, we're really excited to be announcing this deal on our first anime. We're both fans of the genre and see a huge opportunity to create something unique for a powerhouse like Crunchyhouse. Crunchyhouse? Mm. Crunchyroll. The The story of Dante is our first collaboration as producers together and is one that is close to our hearts. That's cute. And, sweet like him and his wife are you know both into the community and um i've made an anime i guess you know 
He's 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 a man of many talents. Like he does producing, he does DJing. Mm. Um, yeah. So why so why not break it down and see what you can do from there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, with everything, I like to say. I mean, again, I just want every time someone makes a new anime or something like that, I just want it to succeed. That's all I want. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, that's why a lot of the time when we talk about you know this movie's getting done, this anime is getting done, this this new characters getting their own show stuff like that. I I mostly say. I hope it does well because I hate it when movies come out to cinema and just flops or even just don't even cinema, just first first release to the public. Mm. I just flops because it's a lot of time and effort gone into making it. Yeah. Um, with, you know, there's a whole team behind you. I'm sure no one is trying to half ass it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always, always, always wanted to do well because, you know, I mean, you got to strive for perfection. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, no, no, no one ever wants to bring out a movie that just, Flops on this and stuff like Sharknado. I don't know how they managed to get off with Listen, like I've never, I've never, I've, sequels, but, I've yeah, never they seen had the, they had the number two. So. I've never seen a Sharknado movie, and I'm probably never going to. Like it's just not something that's going <laughs> to interest me. Um, no, not to be not to be rude to the viewers, isn't it? But it is it is basically people that just have nothing else to do. Fair enough. Going out <laughs> and watching films. Go on. No, no, go on, go on, go on. Yeah, I'm just going to finish off with um, some manga news. Um, quite short, this one. So, Gundam Build Diver Rise has ended. Um, so, it ended last week. So, um, if everyone's, you know, upset or think about what other mangas to read, um, we could do a list. We'll probably bring out, or I'll probably bring out a list for you to read. I could read you my uh, current manga reader list um, this or well, next recording. Um, so, listen out for that. Um, Bongo Stray Dogs takes a one month break. Um, the break is due to. Uh, oh, what's the news? Ah, so the break is due to. Um, um, due to just you know, having some, some, some orders of time off of actually producing, uh, Bongo Stray Dogs. Yeah. Um, there hasn't actually been an, there hasn't been an official reason for the break. Um, uh, so so far, this is what I'm going off of. Um, it, there hasn't been any news about it being anything related to COVID nineteen. Um, so if not, uh, well deserved break. There has to be to due to other circumstances. And lastly, World Trigger takes a one month break due to the author's sudden illness. Um, oh, nice. It's still a new strain of COVID nineteen, <sighs> and he is recovering from it. COVID. So he doesn't have COVID. So he doesn't have COVID nineteen at all. Okay. Or at least he hasn't got a new strain of COVID nineteen. So I guess to still try to uh, see if he actually, if it is actually COVID nineteen. Um. But yeah, they're coming from it, which is great. So oh. World Trigger's take a little break. Um. No, no one panic. Mm. And yeah, it should be back with you next month. Right. And that's me done with the anime manga news. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Two quick little gaming news. We've got PS Plus titles for February 2nd. We've got Concrete Genie, PS4, Destruction All-Stars, PS5, and Control Ultimate Edition, which is PS4, PS5. I have no idea what those games are. Uh, uh, Martin, <laughs> you put this down. All right. So what are these games, and have you got any Okay. Game? All right, it's cool. So Destruction All-Stars is a game that's coming that, that came out um, yesterday. Um, again, if you are someone who's already subscribed to PlayStation Plus, you get it for free. It's just this quick download, mm-hmm. and it's a bit like a Destruction Derby, Destru- uh, Destruction Derby game, mm-hmm. where you select your own character, um, 
you jump into a car and you have three tiers of cars. You have heavy cars, you have cars that are, are a bit smaller, more maneuverable, or you have cars that drift a bit more. Um, the aim of the game is to literally crash into people and collect points. You play as a team, but you decide to play the single player um, campaign. Um, it's pretty much the same thing. Um, I think there are three modes. So one of them is actually it's just all out destruction. How much destruction you can uh, deal, you can deal out. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another one that um, I think everyone starts off with the same car, but then as you progress and get more points, you get, you're able to level up your car and whatnot. Um, the game includes um, you also being able to hijack other people's cars. So imagine if your car's destroyed and you get out and you try to run to your next vehicle. Rather than to the next vehicle that's available, you can actually try and hijack another person's car. Okay. So that's a bit interesting. And there's some free running elements in the game as well. Um, so it looks like, it looks a lot to be a lot of fun, to be honest. Um, so yeah, def- definitely check it out. And yeah, let us know, especially if you guys have PS5s. Um, yeah, definitely check it out. It's free as well, so why not? Why? Um, if you didn't get a PS5 in that first round, there are no PS5s going around. Like no, there is. I mean, I heard, I heard that the, there should be some this month and some. There, there in, really was. Um, oh, I think it was either March that the next batch are coming in. No, because the, the some of the there was, a, there was a sale recently on PS Fives in January. I know a couple people that got it. Yeah, but wasn't wasn't there meant to be wasn't there meant to be some dropping in February and then like the I can't remember the, the scalps got them before they even came online. I think the scouts fucked everything. Yeah, the scouts fucked everything up. Yeah, so they're trying to they're trying to sell it for a lot more, which is disgusting. My my, my PS Five is gonna be my present to me when I move into my new house. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm resisting the temptation because <laughs> I wouldn't have anywhere to put it, and I just can't justify that spend. And that's another reason why I just haven't got a new laptop because like I want it, but my for the basic things that I want my laptop to do, it does. Like, mm. it doesn't necessarily allow me to stream. But Now you need it. Then you need I, a laptop I, to do stuff I, now. So yeah, I know I do need, need a laptop. I know I need a laptop to do stuff, like, but... Because obviously I've got my Xbox set up again and I've got a um, camera for that. I can, for the most part, just stream on the Xbox, even though majority yeah. of the time, games that I, like, enjoy playing, which for the most part is just for manager, is on my laptop. Um, but in saying that, I was playing. Um, I did play Trails of Sky for a couple of hours. Um, the other day, I'm still quite early game, early on in that part. I'm gonna t- attempt to complete that, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll watch this space in it because a, a new laptop would be nice. This laptop is fairly old, and the last laptop that I got that was like super sexy, um, I got that in 2016. So. So it's not long yeah, so, sexy. Yeah, it's not super sexy right now, but I am kind of due an upgrade. Because don't they say like you need to like replace your laptop like every three to four years? Something like that. Um you're actually better off holding off on your laptop because I think the new Yeah, um, the new patches are coming out soon. The new what? Yeah. The new ones are coming out soon, so the new specs. I know that will be out like in a couple of months, so you might as well wait. Until oh, so that then happens. that means some of the, the the ones that are like state of the art now will go down in price. Probably. Yeah, definitely. So a laptop, so my laptop, for example, um, which is like again, Nana, you probably this will probably go over your head, right? But it's a uh, AMD Ryzen five. Um, 
and it's uh what was it i think it's 1650 ti um 6050 ti is going to be upgraded to a 3060 wait wait is so it, is the asos one no no um this is uh asa asa because the one asa yeah the one that the one that i think i posted in the group at one time was the asos and it's about a grand but mm. the, i think the one that you said was like 650 asa Nitro- the one i got was, Nitro- was uh, yeah is that that's the Acer Nitro Five in it? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. I've I've, yeah. I've got them both saved, and every once in a while I just look at it and be like, oh, I want you so bad, like yeah. but I've got to be a responsible adult. But at the same time, yeah. I'm like I want you so bad. Well, Honestly, just uh, even if you wait for the, I think even you could get even something like a Ryzen um, Seven. So obviously the the next um, generation up from mine. Mm. Um, under under grand, so yeah, I say well, hold out a bit longer, and you yeah, should the, be able the, to pick the, up the, the, the relatively one cheap. Was recommended to me was the ASOS ROG Strix G15 15.6 inch gamer laptop Intel Core i7 RTX 2060 mm. one terabyte SSD, and it just looked buff. Like yeah. the only thing that was annoying about it is that it didn't ha- it didn't come with a webcam. But since then, I've actually bought a webcam and I've got a really nice webcam that um, comes with like um, the light, the, the ring light. So, mm-hmm. and I've got a gaming mouse. So I'm I'm primed for a good gaming laptop. Again, I just don't want to, I just don't want to uh, commit to like when I'm trying to like get a house. Yeah, no, I hear that. Mm. Yeah, but no, you should be good for that. But so the next game is uh, Concrete Genie. So I think this game came out, uh, I don't know if it was last year or a couple of years ago. Um, the first time I actually I heard of it was when the PS uh, Plus titles came out. So Concrete Genie has you playing as a boy who has to go through a world where uh, with like a magic paintbrush, basically. So it's like an open world um, 3D um, animation game, animated game. Mm. Um where you know your drawings come to life and everything, and all of them help you to you know find your find your friends. I think it is, or find pages of a book or something like that. Yeah, um, I think it's find pages. I think it's actually find the pages of a book, not instead of friends. But um, that's what the game is like. So it's a very sort of creative, interactive game. So if anyone's a fan of that kind of genre, then um, Concrete Genie is there and it's free. Yeah. And the last one is Control. Um, Control is a third-person action adventure shooter. Uh-huh. Um, where you could draw the, the uh, protagonist is female, and um, it's sort of that. Uh, how, how do I how best describe it? All right, so from what I've seen, she has to fight against a supernatural enemy called Hiss H I S S, which has infiltrated this building. I think there were, so I think the people at the building were sort of experimenting on supernatural things or whatnot, and so um, she gets called out to investigate this and ends up having to fight this enemy. Um, but along the way, she develops these uh, psychic powers. Well, I think she already has psychic powers, but they're psychic powers where you can, almost like an RPG, can sort of um, um, increase, add points to a certain ability to make that ability stronger as she progresses through the game. Yeah. Um, so she can do things like freeze people in, in, in midair. She can take control of people. So, again, it looks like an interesting one. Um, again, I've never ever played Control before. I think it came out in 2019. Uh-huh. Um, so if anyone out there who's listening 
has play control, let us know um, via, you know, Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter. Let us know how the game is. We would love to hear some feedback from you guys. Yeah. All right. Um, oh, our next one is oh, Legend of Zelda. Are you going to read that? So, yeah, so the Legend of... So there was rumours a while ago, I don't remember exactly when, that we were going to be getting a Legend of Zelda TV show and also a Star mm-hmm. Fox TV show. Um, and apparently it was announced, like, yesterday as well, that Nintendo... Um, I don't know why, but they were scared of like it was leaked that these these shows were happening, so Nintendo cancelled them. Like what? That doesn't make any sense. Like that's good. That drums up interest. That like yeah. you know excites your fans. But clearly, they're not, they're not a TV. They're not a TV show, aren't they? They're not a TV company. No, but they were trying. They were, they, they were trying to collaborate with Netflix to expand into that. So, mm. I again, I. I would have to speak to someone at Nintendo to find out why it being leaked that they were potentially going to be doing the show freaked mm. them out so much that they cancelled the show altogether. Because a Legend of Zelda Maybe. live action would have been dope. It would have been like The Witcher. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think maybe, so. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's the fact that the, when it, the way that it got leaked, it probably got leaked um, you know, from a meeting that should not have anyone able to leak anything or something like uh, that fair I guess maybe, maybe it was maybe it was a higher up in it mm. e- e- either way I still I'm still upset that we we may never get this live action Zelda because if done right the source material yeah. is there and the amount of action and storytelling that you know you could have in the show could be absolutely epic mm. Mm. Because we do have that arsewipe of a TV series <laughs> from back in the day. <laughs> that was just awful. There was a TV series back in the day? Yeah, there was, a C- there was a TV series back in the day and it was not nice. It was just not good. Yeah. Right. I don't and I don't remember the TV show. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name off the top of my head. It was, like, it was just The Legend of Zelda and yeah, just poor acting. Animation was just awful. It, did, it was Legend of, it was, um, Legend of Zelda, but it didn't feel like Legend of Zelda, if you know what I mean. It, just, it felt more of, uh, of like, uh, sort of like a, a buddy type, um, series, like animated series, where, you know, there was no, Princess Zelda did not need to be saved for anything, do you know what I mean? She used to yeah. take the piss out of Link as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, with everything they did, and Link was just not. Link wasn't a link that we wanted to see from the from the games. Yeah. All right. So and before, yeah. before before we move on, I just want to quickly plug two little things. Oh, oh what the hell is that? <coughs> I want to plug something. Because, I want to plug something as well. All right. Well. All right. Let's, yeah. I want to plug two sure. little things. Um. So the first other thing I want to plug is uh, Bosch Gamer, which is a I don't even know what Bosch Gamer is like a, a, a gaming community that's been built. Um, their website mm-hmm. just went live, so go check that out. Um, I've been invited to uh, jump on a couple of podcasts and do a couple of little things with them as well. Um, so keep an eye out for that. And the yes, other little yeah. thing I was going to plug is obviously my car. If you want to see someone rage at David Louise getting a stupid red card, um, go check him out on Twitch. Uh, it was at my car, M underscore Rich58. Um, he's always got entertaining yeah. content and has some very funny, interesting reactions to watching his football team lose. So 
Uh, <laughs> even, when he falls asleep, even when he falls asleep on the street, it's and still fun. Yeah, yeah. even, even when he falls asleep <laughs> on the street, even when he falls asleep on the street, he gets a lot of views. And I call him a hundred times to wake him up, and he's just snoring and all sorts. And me taking a piss out of Arsenal probably means Liverpool's gonna lose tonight. But I'm gonna take that in my stride because I don't see Liverpool win the league this year. Um, I don't think at the start of the season. Um, I didn't think that. I definitely didn't think that after Van Dyke got injured. Um, so I'm just, I'm just living off good vibes of last season, man. Like whatever happens, happens. I'm just gonna enjoy the season for what it is. Um, what else? I was gonna say one more thing. Okay, no, I wasn't. Michael, what was it that you were gonna plug, or was that what you were oh, gonna plug? No, no, no. I'm, pl- I'm plugging EA, EA Sports. Okay. Um, EA Sports are bringing about college football, NCAA. Oh, yeah. Yes! So I'm just plugging that in. Everyone to understand how amazing that is and the fact that that's happening. I'm looking forward to it big time. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, because I, I think because, yeah, again, because you mentioned Bosch Gamer, um, we've actually been talking a lot about, um, you know, like we need another sort of American football game to rival Madden because Madden can't keep doing what they're doing. I know, obviously, um, the NCAA is probably got, one is probably going to be um, a guy from EA, mm. um, but it just gives us something else to look at. You know what I mean? Like all these future prospects and whatnot um, in college ball, um, and I hope there's something like a career mode as well. Like you met, like similar to what they have for um, Madden. Um, no, no, not, not Madden. Um, so it's what they have for Two um, K NBA. Uh, is it Two K Twenty One? Because that one is sick. Um, well, you know, you have to get the yard, so you do things like you play basketball 3v3 on a court, on a muscle court, on like concrete court and whatnot. Like, mm. you know, Bravo goes to the park or something like that, and then they have you playing it, um, during a college game. I think it's college games, and then also playing it in the NBA as well. So I think that's pretty lit. So if they do something like that, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, I am never buying another match yeah. again, not because like I don't enjoy the <laughs> games or I don't find them yeah. good, it's just that like, I think the last one up. No, the last one I bought was maybe like 2016. And then mm-hmm. I hadn't bought Madden for a while. And then I got gassed and I think I bought Madden 20. I played it for like an hour and I just never touched it again. So I've said to myself, I'm not buying FIFA anymore because I just, I just don't play it enough. I'm not buying, mm-hmm. and that's a similar thing with Madden. Um, so Madden 21 was actually free this weekend. Um, so because it was free this weekend, I played it and, um, I quite enjoyed it. I had fun with it. But in terms of actually buying the full game and giving them my money, I'm not doing it anymore. Like, literally, only, <laughs> the only game that I'm going to, like, you know, buy the same version pretty much every year or every other year is Football Manager. Manager. It's Football Manager. That, that's the only game where I feel like every year they add little things to make the game actually different or they change attributes. Like, it's worth getting. And also, as well, majority of the time, I get... So, let's say Football Manager normally comes out in November... I normally buy yeah. it in like March, April when it's dropped down to £20. So again, it's worth my money because I'm going to pump in like, you know, 2,000 hours, if not more, into this game. Where FIFA mm. and Madden, I just, I'm not in I'm not in a community in the sense where like back in the day where I'll be playing my friends online or we'll be doing pro clubs. Like, I'm not really in that community anymore. So it's not really yeah. worth my while. But for those who, you know, enjoy that game, then yeah, you know, you can enjoy spending 50, 60 pounds every year on the same game for the most part. But for me, I, I'm, I until someone says that something amazing has happened in Madden, I'm not doing it anymore. 
That's fair. Yeah. Just so you know, NCAA should um, carry on your career mode into Madden, so... Yes, I have heard that, so it'll be interesting to see. But all right, let's move on to the main event. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Right, so for anyone that's maybe listened to us for the first time, here at Blurs or Us, we have a very unique rating system. We call it a chicken rating system. If we think something's absolutely dead, it gets bones. Next up is quarter chicken, half chicken, three piece. Everything is the creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken. Now, the first thing that we're going to be reviewing today is Fate, the Wink Saga. It is a mm-hmm. teen drama series based on the Nickelodeon animated series, The Winx Club which was created by Igino Straffi. It is produced by Archery Pictures and Associated with Rainbow, a studio co-owned by Igino Straffi and Viacom CBS. Uh, Fate was developed by Brian Young, who also acts as a showrunner and executive producer. Um, I never watched the cartoon show, and um, I didn't realise that it went on for so long. So the cartoon started in 2004, it ran for eight seasons and it for, it had a runtime of about 24 minutes and it actually started airing out in um, Italy and then mm-hmm. obviously due to the success... Uh, let me start that again. Due to the success it had in Italy, it was picked up by Nickelodeon, which then started to broadcast in America and obviously we got it over here. Um, now, I was in year 10, 11 when Wings Club started. So, and also it was, it, it, it looked very stereotypically girly, so it wouldn't have been something that I would have watched. Um, did any of you two watch the Wings Club when you were younger? Nope. Um, I do remember seeing a bit of, um, on, I do know a bit of the intro, but I can't remember, I don't think I actually watched a single episode. Um, I think that so there was something else similar to Wings going on that was um, Witch. Um, at which I I watched, I enjoyed which. Um, didn't watch it too much. So I can't even tell you what the story was, but it was very very similar to. I th- I think it was similar to the Wings Club in a sense of um, you know, you have someone who's discovered that they're this kind of person, mm. and so like the journey around is still very sort of aimed at young girls, young teenagers, or yeah, young adults. So that's that's the extent of my uh sort of expo- exposure to Wings. Michael, you, I think you just said that you watched Winx Club. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know there was a cartoon um, until you mentioned it in the group chat. Oh, you didn't know it was a cartoon. I, I, I <laughs> no. want to say it was the toys where that like they they sharpen the air and span around. Or am I thinking something completely different? Bro, I don't know. <laughs> I, I want to say the toy was like different. Oh, okay, maybe, but I, I feel like the toy was like. You show up in the air and it spat around because I just remember it being advertised. Um, yeah, I'm thinking. Do you know what? I'm getting a flashback of that. Um, 
What's you know, that? What's you, that? Wait, you, you know the advert I'm talking about as well, isn't it? Like, I about. it's like oh, it was like an upside down Beyblade. <laughs> That's how yeah, it was. A figurine of of I don't know, it was a, a fairy or something like that. I thought, I thought like, it was Barbie. All the record or whatever, they spun the year. That one, yeah, I thought it was a Barbie toy. No, I'm pretty sure it was, it was a witch toy. Oh, I'm trying to I'm trying to put it up on YouTube. Yeah, I'm yeah I'm pretty I'm pretty oh the sound might come up. Um, I'm pretty sure um that was the toy. Because I definitely remember, perhaps I definitely remember the cartoon in terms of the the animation style how it looks. Um, I I remember that as well. Uh, maybe maybe I'm wrong, but there was. There was a like a, a fairy Beyblade toy that was about with us growing up. But I don't know, I'm not hundred percent sure. Do you know what, yeah? Based on what I read off the cartoon anyway, the Wink sounded like a really good cartoon. And it sounded again, that was probably I won't go as far as saying it was on Avatar levels, but I'm saying in terms of like, even though it was a cartoon, it was maybe aimed more at a teenage demographic and it actually held a more, you know, a story that progressed as the season went along rather than just fun little mm. episodes here and there. Um, but let me just talk a little bit about, let me just give the synopsis um, for the, the live action one on Netflix. Um, so we have Bloom, a fairy with firepowers, enrolls at a magical boarding school in the other world called Althea College. There she, sa- she shares a suite with Stella, a light fairy, Aisha, a war fairy. Terra, obviously an earth fairy, which was so bait. Uh, Musa, and Musa, a mind fairy. With the help of her four new friends, Bloom starts to learn more about her past. Meanwhile, ancient creatures called the Burn Ones return to the other world and threat everyone at Althea. Um, I'm going to let Micah go first. Give us your, like, surface views and a rating. I really liked it. Um... Dreamy in like obviously anything anything mystical would draw me in like I like anything that's like mystical or sci-fi like anything that looks abnormal or it shouldn't be there or it shouldn't be so I like I like it um the story obviously grabbed me you could tell like who the big players were from from the get-go when you started watching it um yeah I I'm actually looking forward to season two. Mm-hmm. Or the second, or the second part of season one, if that's how they're doing it. Mm-hmm. But, um, I enjoyed it quite a lot, actually. Um, I would give it a three piece. Okay, that's for the chef. That's a, that's a, that's, for the a, chef. that's a very strong rating. Okay, I respect that. Um, just, just, just for the chef fact that um, that's how they adapted um, the, the CGI to the everything. Um, everything was actually done really well. Mm. It, nothing looked overly fake. So it was just nice, done. Um, you can see how everything was going to flow, everything was going, where everything's going to go. Yeah. And it, yeah, there wasn't a lot of leading down different different lanes and, and all that crap. Yeah. Uh, Martin, uh, Surface Force and um, Rayan. <laughs> all right. So when I saw this, it reminded me a lot of Shadow Hunters and other um, sort of teen well, young adult or teen slash young adult um series i've watched um i already have a bias against those kind of shows <laughs> that's um that's a bit harsh. especially 
I know I especially have a bias against characters who, again, when they introduce this world, already they're breaking rules rather than trying rather than trying to sort of mm-hmm. understand the situation they're in and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess to some extent you can't forgive them for doing that because they don't know. But at the same time, if someone says you're not ready for X, Y, and Z, you're not ready for X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I agree mm-hmm. with Michael a lot that the... In fact, I 100% agree with him that uh, in, fact, in terms of um, the CGI, everything looked really good. So the fire animations looked really good. Um, the water animations, very, very, very good. Yeah. The um, the even the plant animations, um, you know where where they grow and stuff. Uh, great. Um, people turn it invisible and whatnot, so the light fairy be able to bend light around and stuff like that. Again, very good. I cannot fault the case of that. Um. I can see again. I mean, if 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 someone who watched, I guess, the Wings cartoon watched this, I they'd be in for a surprise that you know it's not. Oh, okay. To be fair, I can't really comment on that because I haven't seen much yeah, of okay. uh, I've seen any of Wings stuff. So I will. So I'll leave that comment aside. Hmm. Um. So what's, um, what's your but, yeah? Overall, I think I'll give it. A, I'll give it a half chicken. Um, because again, it's it's a story that I'm already, it's a story that I'm already biased against. Yeah. Um. But in saying that, the char- some of the characters I did like a lot. Um, like Aisha, for example, I I enjoyed her her character. She felt a bit more real than the other than the other characters. Um, even even Terra to some extent uh, was likable. Um, but I think overall, because you know it it sort of it's sort of very similar to like I said, Shadow Hunters and um, other. Um, young teen, young adult right, stuff like that. I'm gonna move young because yeah. we're gonna go delve into a bit more here. Okay, so, cool, cool, cool. Um, as much, all right, I'm gonna give this a half chicken as well. Um, purely because I like where the story is going. Like, I like what the story itself was. However, like, I felt the pacing of the show was very slow. And again, similar to what you were saying, mine is like. I don't like when someone's like, you know, similar to Harry Potter. Don't go into the abandoned forest because there's monsters there. Oh, okay. Let's go to the modern <laughs> abandoned forest because there's monsters. It's like sometimes just, and I get it, teenagers and kids, like I was young once myself, you know, when your parents told you to do something, you know, you sometimes don't want it. When it's like you could die. No, no. I think <sighs> you would, you're more willing to like listen but then I guess, you know, if you do that, then you don't really have a show. Um, yeah. I like where you're going with this. I like where you're going with this, yeah, but there is a key factor to all these shows, yeah? There's a, there's one key factor to why all these things happen. Why is that? I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if you don't... Without me saying it, I wonder if you don't know what it is before I actually go and say it. Right, what? Wait, a, a plot. Yeah, what? A plot. No, 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 no. Like... Oh crap, all the main characters are white that do all this stupidness. It's funny you say that. It's, it's, it's funny you think about it. Shadow Hunters, white woman. There, she wants to go break the rules. Wink, white chick, she wants to go break the rules. 
How do you put a white boy, white ginger boy, and white girl that will go play the role? Think about it. Just funny, just funny, just funny. And in the show, guess which, guess which smart character actually said, listen, you guys are being dumb. The black blah, blah, blah. <laughs> It was the black chick. <laughs> <She was old. laughs> oh, I, I, look at it, yeah. I'm just saying. We'll, we'll go, we'll go to, we'll go that to more, yeah. But I just want to say, yeah, the last episode was a whole chicken. Like if they kept that, if they kept that pace and that like level of suspense, that level of action throughout the whole show, like I I would have loved the whole thing in it. And yeah. I'm about to play the spoiler bumper, and then we can start breaking it down a little bit more. And the spoiler bumper is there. Warning, warning, spoilers ahead. Warning, warning, spoilers ahead. Yes, you are right. Are you sure for the most part? was the sensible person and it's because again they play to the trope when things go down black people are like nope i am going home and these mm-hmm. people are just like let's go investigate in the woods like i um i i just want to talk about the end of it like i was stunned yeah when the in a sense the evil character Snap the head teacher's neck. Oh my god! Uh, I was not expecting that. I was standing there. I was like, I was like, oh, okay. My jaw dropped, and then and then she buried her. She buried her so swiftly. Like, oh, it was sick. Like, it was so cool, man. Like that. That made me be like, okay, I want a season two. I want to see where this is going. Mm. Like, I'm a little bit guided. I never watched Wings Club as a child because if they. If they had these themes in it, but like as a cartoon, then that would be it really cool it, it never would, it never, ever, never. Not a chance would they have, have had what they had in this show. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Not, obviously not to that level, but obviously, um, like I said, the the series follows the Winx Club and they're going adventures, fighting against these other um, e- uh, evil witches. So there was elements of um like there's a there's a bad character there. If you even look at the um the characters for like the villains, they look a bit scary. Mm. So again, it'll be interesting to see how much of an influence the cartoon is 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 been taken from this. But like I said, I like where the story is going. It's not so paper cut and so straightforward as other stories that we've seen. Like there's a level mm-hmm. of, like even though they proper tried it with a bit of the red herring to make the head headmistress seem like the villain, where all in all she was actually trying to like help her. I yeah. still, I still felt like they did it well enough to keep you guessing, and it wasn't like oh, because they they kept on making it like, and 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 also as well, yeah. One thing I didn't like, yeah, they didn't really explain that the specialists don't have powers. That's something that I had to find out from the cartoon. <laughs> Well, the, the specialists, you said. Yeah, the specialists. Yeah. The specialists, right. I don't know if they're fairies, but they don't have, they have powers. But they don't have powers, no. So in the Winx Club, the cartoon, the specialists that we see are all the Winx Club people's fiancés or boyfriends. So Bloom, mm. Bloom's fiancé is Star. Um, Where is it? Yeah, Bloom's fiancé is Star. Um... Brandon is Flora's boyfriend. I don't think Flora's in the show, is she? Flora, um, sure, I know she's called something different because unless, I know they're saying that... Um, Flora's meant to be Terra. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. Look. Let me start this again. Blue's fiance is Sky. Stella's fiance is Brandon. Flora's boyfriend is Helia. Tecna's boyfriend is Timmy. Musa's boyfriend is Riven, which is interesting because in the show, her boyfriend is Sam. And <coughs> Terra's potentially going to hook up with Brendan, but Brendan's, I want to say bisexual because he wants to fuck Riven and he wants to fuck Terra or, yeah. or Trixie or Beatrix, as they call her in, in this one. So it's interesting how they've done the, the, the relationship dynamics in this one. Um, it's it's a it's a it's very young ad- adult in terms of the drama between the relationships, um, but again, I like the dynamic that it creates. Um, I thought the fight scenes are really good. We got uh, the fight scene with Riven and I want to say is it Andreas? Um, yes, that was a really cool quirk for fight scene. Um, and again, like you said, the, the CGI wasn't great. But it wasn't terrible. It, it was acceptable for what it was. Do you know what I mean? Like, I I doubt they spent like you know millions on this money. show. Sorry, yeah. No, no, no. I was saying the same thing that you just said. Yeah, they went to millions on it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. Um. And like I said, I want to see what happens with Andreas. I want to see what happens with the team. Um. I thought it was... Basically, you want a season two. <laughs> I want a season... Yeah, oh no, I definitely want a season two. But with the season two, whoever the showrunner is, I want them to up the pace a little bit. Oh, man. The pace is going. It's going at a decent pace for a new show. Mm. They're probably going to get like eight seasons out of it. Nah, because Netflix don't really have their season go like that, so... We're probably they gonna, do, they, they do though. We're going to get two, maybe three seasons max and it's going to be done. Mate, uh, I'm saying I'm saying two to three seasons as well. Netflix are notorious for cancelling their shows, bro. Exactly. The, no, the essential they, they kept, like, kept shows, it depends on how profitable it is and how good it is. Mm. Fair so. enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, so obviously I've talked quite a bit on that. Like, uh, mine, what else, what, what, like, now that you can kind of go into spoilers, like, what... Did you enjoy about the show? Mm, like, all right. So things I enjoyed. Again, I should be red being you know real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, as then she's she's the kind of I think for me, she's the kind of person you want in your corner, mm-hmm. and also the and also the person to tell you that you're being stupid. You like we can't handle this kind of situation. So like, if you want to do stuff by yourself and jeopardize everyone else. Go ahead, but just so you know, if you do that, I'm gonna tell on you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to die. I don't want to get caught up in this. Yeah. And guess what happened when Bloom decided to go and do all that stupidness? She not only released um um what was it oh, I can't remember, I can't remember the the um the chick that snapped the principal's um neck. Yeah. Um, um, what was her name? Ros- Ro- not- Rosalind. 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 Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So she ends up, you know. Um, freeing Rosalind, who in turn decides to undo the protection that's around the schools. Um, school try to find Bloom and whatnot. So you're thinking, Bloom, why did you like? Why did you do that? Just so that someone promises you they can that you can find your parents. Because I understand that she wants to obviously find, know who her real parents are and X, Y, and Z, right? But at the same time, this person is locked up for a reason. Yeah. Right. And you don't know the entire situation. You are someone who's new to this environment, new to magic and whatever, uh-huh. blah, blah. 
just try to understand how you role. can be compromised as a person. Yeah, exactly. I mean? Slow your roll. Just just take a minute. Pump your brakes. Um, exactly. She did that. She did that a and, lot in the show. Say again. She did that a lot where she just kind of just jumped the gun and like it should be yeah. patient and just like slowed her roll. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And and um. She, yeah, she again. This this is something that I absolutely hate about characters who are who are portrayed in this way. Um, I prefer characters who say, "Okay, I'm new to this environment. I'm going to try and learn as much as I can about this thing before I do anything else mm. and play a bit more smart." Because she, again, she became so trusted straight away with people. Um, I don't think that's a bad thing to become trusted of people, but at the same time, you sort of have to navigate your relationships amongst people in an environment you've never been in before a bit more smart smart smarter uh-huh. um um oh what else did she do um okay i'll move off of her and i'll move to um to terror terror actually i actually liked you know what i mean she was like the quirky kid because we know that she's not the most well at least for me anyway um she's not the most attractive uh girl on the show yeah and I didn't like that. It I didn't was, like that the fact that it made like her the stereotypical like fat, nerdy, unattractive, uncool mm, character. Friend. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I liked her character a lot because she was vulnerable. <clears throat> um she was and to be fair, to some extent they were all were vulnerable, but I liked her because she she just wants to be a genuine friend to people, I think. Mm. Um and I remember when that bully was um River. Was uh, yeah, I remember when he was going after um, was it Musa? Not Musa. Was it Musa? He was going after. He was bullying basically. You know, he he was bullying Brandon. Brandon even sorry. He was forcing Brandon to drink something. Exactly, and then she was like, and then she he started having a go at her, and she was not taking any of his shit, and ended up just wrapping a vine around his neck, <laughs> like yeah, choking cool. him. I was yeah. like, yes, yes, you do that. Um, and then I also felt. Like again, the vul- the vulnerability of her came into play when you know she was embarrassed to change even in front of the girls and things like that. I mm. thought that was really really sad. Mm. Um, I thought she, um, the actress portrayed her really well. Um, so I, yeah, I enjoyed the character. Um, as for um, uh, is it Stella? Oh no, maybe not Stella. The um, the light fairy. Um, what's her name? Yes, yeah, I want to say so. Yes, yeah, all right, cool. The princess, the princess. Yeah, Stella's a bitch. I mean, fair enough. She, <laughs> she came, she became likable towards the towards the end. But I just thought, like, why are you just so like up yourself? I mean, I know you're the you're the you're the princess and everything like that, but well, you're not all that. It, 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 <laughs> just it was it was, the, it was the fact that her mom can kind of like emotionally bullied her and put a lot of pressure on her to be successful, and that's why mm. she she was the way she was. And towards the end, we find yeah. out that, you know, she didn't blind her friend on purpose. She just lost her power because of the way her mom had taught her how to use her powers. And that's why mm. in the beginning, Aisha was like, um, Stella's, methods of, teaching her yeah, the Stella's methods of teaching you your powers isn't reliable and like it can cause problems. And we saw that yeah. as, as she went on where she tried to rely on anger and rage to like, summon her powers it didn't always work or she couldn't control it um mm-hmm. michael what, what what did you enjoy about the wink saga 
Um, oh, I like well, to be fair, I like the, the little act, the action scenes that they had. Um, you see when the bodies are getting cut up or they've been killed, uh-huh. like you, it's fully, it's really gruesome. It's not like little or little stabbing here, there or there. It's like one arm here, head there, uh-huh. best split in half. It wasn't. They didn't hold back any punches. Yeah. Um, storytelling, I quite enjoyed. It was kind of funny just seeing how everyone's going around doing these little, these little things, but then the main character is doing was from speaking about doing the right thing, and the side characters came in and be like, "Now you can do this." And it's just like, okay, a lot is going on, but it's easy to follow. Mm. It wasn't. It wasn't. There wasn't a point where I was like a bit confused for a second. Yeah, anything like that. But it was. It was pretty. It was pretty interesting, um, and I'm looking forward to more fight scenes. Yes. Obviously, with Beatrix versus um, God, I can't remember her name now. Um, Bloom. Um, yeah, Beatrix versus Bloom in the next season. Yeah. And it's just gonna be it's gonna be interesting how that works, especially so, who this guy dude is that um, what be Oh yeah, her dad. That's a, yeah, that's the dad. And her dad, and her dad, and her dad's back, and the queen's queen queen is kind of evil as well. So it's kind of like well, the queen's getting blackmailed because she knew about the in the. In the, in the she basically knew about the genocide that occurred. And if yeah. she, and so she's getting blackmailed by Rosalind. Um, I, I, I want to learn more about the blood witches because they said that they were bad because mm. they like use people for human sacrifice to do their magic. But I want to, yeah, so if, if it wasn't that bad, then you wouldn't, it wouldn't be much of an issue, would it? Yeah. But I want to learn more as to why they had to like destroy all of them. Um, We've basically learned that the burnt ones were former witches, which we had an idea about, but we didn't know fully until it got revealed at right at the end. Even though that was obvious that that was going to happen, um, what do you call it? I also want to know. Uh, let me ask you guys now and just give me a yes or no answer. Do you mm-hmm. think the other members of the Winx Club will get their wings? Yes. Okay, fair enough. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm in agreement with you there that by the end of season two, um, they'll all have their wings. I wanted to be Aisha next because obviously, you know, uh, supporting the black character who's for the most part in the series didn't do anything wrong and was actually, um, a really strong character and yeah, her development, um, was interesting in terms of like, we saw her always kind of like being able to use her power, but then mm. we, um, you know, got an idea that she wasn't always in control. And I want to see how yeah. they play with that because, again, we were like Pokemon. I always put the water type Pokemon in it. So <laughs> that is like my element. I also like the fact that she's also like the opposite to Bloom in terms of her powers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Good like control. She's the one to um, be able to control oh, her. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, we're sleeping on the character, you know. Who are we sleeping on? Musa. We're sleeping on... Yeah, we're sleeping on Musa so nah, much. Man, she it's actually not, unreal. She, like, other than her little romance with Sammy there, <laughs> she pissed me off at the end, man. Oh, why? Because she ran away? Yeah, because she ran away. <laughs> and then she got told She got told some story and she's like, oh, no, I'm not I'm not going to ever take the pain again. And then, like, literally five seconds later, she's like... I'm here for you, Sam. Let me take your pick. I was like, mm, it's like the development, no, the development no, was that, enough, that, man. That was sweet. It's, it's it's trauma, though. That's the thing. It's trauma. You got you can't you can't say that that pisses you off because of trauma. No, no. That's basically 
That's basically no, but no, but that that is what you're saying. No, no, I'm not saying the trauma pissed me off. Um, what pissed me off is how quick she went from, I am not gonna help he, you because I'm traumatized to. I'm going to help you. It was literally the very next scene. Like, it ain't, like... Yeah, but you, you, you do have to remember, uh, you don't know how long the time has passed of before that, when that happens. It was the very... Bro, like, everything... everything, I know, like, I know, everything look, I know it was the next scene, but it was near the end, no, so it, it had to happen. It wasn't. Everything in that last episode, yeah, was basically running at the same time. So it happened literally 30 seconds later. Look, because you went from her right. talking to you went from Tara talking to Musa, yeah, and then Tara went and talked to Sam, and then literally when they were having a conversation about Sam and the, and him turning to a burnt one, Musa just turned up. <laughs> but you know what? I think out of all of them, um, her power is probably the most, is probably the trickiest because yeah. I, I, because she's someone who's able to absorb people's um, and like she can she can like, without even thinking she can subconsciously pick up people's emotions and you know if she gets lost in someone's emotion she can end up um, sort of it being a detriment to herself um, so I understand that maybe you know I, I can make the excuse that you know she's been doing this all that she's been sort of this has been happening to her all her life, and then also when she made said a story about, uh, or told a story mm. about when her mum died, and she literally felt that pain. That was the worst thing she ever felt, or, or felt that um, those emotions from her mum, worst thing she ever felt. And you know, seeing that Sam wasn't at his deathbed, it was more sort of like, well, this is happening again. And and I, I she she probably knew what the situation as well, but it's just that you know the trauma mm. got to her. That's that's what I think. Right. It was true though. Right, it's so, like she she so, fought over her fears and tried to do what she could to keep him alive for as long as she could. Yeah. All right. So even like, though he, even though he was a bit of a dickhead, yeah, throughout the entire show, yeah. How true. badass did Riven look with the, the the two shanks on his back? Did he? Oh, yeah, 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 did he yeah, not yeah, give you sick. Witcher vibes? He yeah, yeah, yeah. He vibes. Sick. Witcher, Witcher. And do you know what? Yeah, it did. Yeah, and do you know what? I think. In, to- in in all right, I actually like the what they called again. What's specialist. the um, specialist. the name? The specialist, yeah. Specialist. Because I just think it's it's interesting that you have people who aren't super powered or don't have that that kind of uh, those kind of powers mm. fighting alongside the the um fairies mm. because I'm sure like fairies that they are susceptible even like, even though they're so powerful and what but they are susceptible to um certain things which I'm sure won't affect the specialists so it was, in, it was interesting well, seeing that it, it was, sort of it, was it was more an ascension this is this is how I took it the specialists were distractions mm. to allow the fairies to charge up enough power to then um, kill yeah, the burnt yeah. ones so basically the specialists yeah. were Piccolo and the fairies were Goku in it they had to sacrifice themselves to let the special beam cannon charge up that, that, yeah. that was mm. my take on it Good analogy. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good analogy. That actually makes no sense. All right, so a- a- any closing statements before we go into the, the, the final thing we're going to talk about today? Um, Nothing nothing from me, no. Yeah, nothing from me either. Okay, cool. Uh, I look forward to season two, and hopefully we can uh, talk about that one in great detail as well. All right, so I'm going to let Martin take the lead on this. We have Devil Man Crybaby. 
Boy, where do I even begin with this one? Right, so, um, I, I remember a friend of mine recommended this to me. He goes, oh, yeah, my, uh, check out my private because he found out that I, I watch anime. Yeah. I go, oh, yeah, it's so on Netflix and blah, blah, cool. Um, I remember uh, I downloaded all the episodes of my phone so I could uh, watch it on my commute to work, right? I remember the first episode, watch me watching the first episode on the train, right? And it came to the club scene, and I just looked down, <laughs> and I looked at what was going on. I looked around, and no one watching. But I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Someone will probably think I'm watching like a hentai or something like, yeah, oh, like that, trying to trying is, to get off on a train this, or something like that. This is it was not to watch in public, but it's definitely not something to watch in public. So, <laughs> Deathman Crybaby is about, uh, but how, but how best to describe? It? All right, so Deathman Crybaby is about. Um, the friendship between um, Akira and Ryo, where it starts off as, uh, as you know, introducing both uh, Akira and uh, Ryo, Akira Fudo, Ryo Asuka. And Akira is a very sort of quiet um, boy, a very quiet, timid boy. Um, and he ends up, you know, getting situations he doesn't want to be in. And it's only, the, only, the only reason why I guess in those situations is because he's trying to help a friend out, even though he can't physically, like, he's not physically strong in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, although he is on the sprinting team, so you can't say that he's athletic in some in some, in some sense. Um, and it explores the relationship between both um, Ryo and um, Akira, like, all, all throughout. So you're looking at when... Um, Akira big or when Akira gets possessed by Amon, um a demon. Um right throughout how the relationship is right at the end. And in between that, you're going through all the little micro sort of relationships in between that. Um this anime though is very, very dark and also explores themes like the sort of like the human the human mind, um, especially when it comes to an unseen enemy and how people actually react to that unseen enemy. In this case it's devils. Um, so that's my take on it. Do you guys want to add anything before we, we, we dive in? Um, yeah, so I've actually been wanting to watch this anime since it came out. It came out in, um, 2018 on Netflix and it's been mm-hmm. on my to watch list for the last, what, two, three years. So when you said yeah. that you went off to review this, I was actually um, excited to do so because again, it's the site that I wanted to watch. Um, I'm gonna give this a free piece. Um, it I didn't expect it to be so violent and sex and sexualized and like have so many like just people just get killed for the sake of getting killed. Um, mm. And yeah, it was like obviously it it touches on um, like I said the the demonic side of people's uh, nature. Um, I thought the animation style was actually really cool and interesting. Um, mm-hmm. it's not one that I've seen in a while that I've actually enjoyed. Um, it, I I will say that this is something that um, I've never taken acid, but <laughs> if this <laughs> this is an anime that y- if you watch on acid, you'll be going wild. Like it's a very trippy um piece of animation. Uh, Michael, what, what's your surface thoughts and your rating? Um, it has been a long time since I watched it. 
um, watched it when it actually came out on Netflix in 2018, and it was fantastic then, and it was fantastic now. Good. Um, I'm just annoyed that I haven't seen season two anywhere yet um, in a long time, and it's just bugging me because it's just like how you go from okay, cool, great, you're this season, you're great, you're fast, and then you get you got the devil inside you, you're still crying. I'm just like, how does the concept make sense? But okay, cool, I take the fight scenes. I'm happy with it. Mm. Um, I'll give it a three piece. Um, I would get a four piece if the crying bit was probably a bit less, but yeah, I'm around that. It's, a, it's definitely a free piece. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, All right, so let me, let me um, add a bit more. So, although I, I give this uh, free piece as well, mm-hmm. um, because it took me so long to rewatch Dove Man Crybaby, just because I was still traumatized. No, like, sh- I don't think it's word traumatized, right? But this one bit, there's this one bit in, in the season that just got me, and that's when. Um, you see uh, Mickey <laughs> like get stabbed in the back, and then the first scene after that, you just see limbs floating in the air, what down the head. I was just like, "Whoa, what just happened?" Oh. Um, so it took me a long while. I think I think I watched it in twenty. Must yeah, must have been when it well, the, the year it came out. I hadn't I hadn't 20, touched it until twenty um, yeah until recently. So. And and I remember that scene being a scene that I didn't want to watch. That's why it took me so long to uh, come around to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think animation is great. Sound is great. Um, the, the themes are, are um, portrayed very well. I, as in, I, I understand the themes and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing left me hanging. So that's where it gets uh, uh, three, uh, three Bs. But... I, just, I can't. I can't bring myself to, to give her a whole chicken, and I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know whether because again because of that reason I just gave that I can't give her a whole a whole chicken. But it was it was really really good. Mm. Um. So first of all, I'm going to talk about Akira and you know his change from you know being shy, timid, um, not very what's the word I'm looking for, not very cool in a sense, to all of a sudden. Being this guy who girls just you know couldn't keep take their eyes off of, and yeah. him having this really cool demeanor and whatnot. Um, so, in the first episode, what happens is that we see obviously all the other all the characters or main characters introduced to us. So, Rio, Akira, Mickey, um, and then oh, actually, did, you, did any of you guys Michael, did any of you guys notice that the guy in the wheelchair actually had like a frog like tongue? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I clocked that straight when I was like, okay, he's obviously a demon. Yeah. So that's how I knew that you know, this wasn't going to be a normal uh, a normal anime. Definitely not. And and then when um you know Rio really gets into trying to find demons and stuff like that, how he knows this information, I we don't know until later on when things are revealed to us, they start to understand why it is that he knows this stuff. But um they go to this club and the club is like the most like the best basically way I can describe orgy. it is Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, what? It was basically <laughs> Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah in a club. That's yeah. that's the best way I can describe it. Yeah. If if everyone doesn't get that get that reference, Sodom and Gomorrah were um I'm gonna say towns or cities in um in, in the Bible, right? Yeah. And this city was just so 
full of sin and whatnot that God just like decided to just destroy it. Yeah. Um. So that's my take of Solomon Gomorrah on in in anime's version, like just like like just said. being like loads of drugs, like that people just like having sex with everyone, like orgies and whatnot, and blah blah blah. And it was more like the more people sort of became sort of absorbed in this stuff, right? The more demon-like they became, which is why I think that demons are able to possess them, were able to possess them, period. Mm. Yeah. Just because they, they sort of sunk down to that level. I don't say sunk, sunk down like, oh yeah, it's wrong to have sex and blah, blah. You do you, do you know what I mean? But yeah. I think for the themes of what this show or, or what this anime tried to portray, it was that, that this is sort of the stuff that sort of gets you to be possessed by a devil. Mm. Um, I mean, for, the, for that anime specifically, it's what, it is, what happens when um, to get possessed by a devil. And then, I'm like, the bit of shot that stuff shot me was when, you know, this guy is humping the shit out of this chick and all of a sudden, her tit becomes a, a, a jaw and, and her, 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 like, her pussy becomes like a mouth or whatnot. I just like, this starts to devour this guy. I'm thinking, raw. It just became, it just went from zero to a hundred real quick. And it all started with Rio, um, decided to stab someone. Uh-huh. I think with all that raunchiness, whatever that was going on, and then just blood being introduced to it, that's what set everything off. And the devils were like, yes, this is a time to, you know, start possessing people and whatnot. And Amon, who's the devil that possesses Akira, when he possesses Akira, because Akira is so pure of heart, he ends up being able to have all the abilities of Amon, so including shape-shifting into him, but not losing any of himself. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, do you guys have anything to add? No, you pretty much. No, I'll carry on. All right, then. <laughs> um, <laughs> cool. So, um, so then you start to see, uh, you start to see that, you know, Rio and um, uh, Akira actually, you know, hanging out a lot more. Um, in fact, prior to them going to the club, you see that Rio is, again, is very protective over Akira. Um, and then after that, after the club scene, it's more of a case that now Akira's becoming someone who's protective over Rio because Rio had an injury or whatnot um, because of those events. Um, you start to see um, things like um, when when Akira just transforms into Devilman and there's a person who's got who managed to get footage of it. Like how how what's up before how determined Rio is to protect his friend and stop. Um, this guy from leaking out, leaking footage of uh, Akira into uh, into Devilman. Um, all of that was just amazing to see the relationship between these two. And the more, you know, the more, um, the more the sort of devils were um, were unleashed into the world, the more the people got possessed. So we had um, Miko, who was a sprinter. Um, her thing was that she had to beat Miki in sprinting so i can't remember how, exactly how she got possessed but i know that she wasn't a sprinter team and then she had managed to get possessed by a devil um you start to see her transform into a devil and it starts with her sprinting and the way she sprints if you look at how akira <laughs> um, um miko sprints yeah you see that it's very sort of animalistic almost like very very low to the ground I'm instead of like running she, like, like, she she like running upright with the back and forth the arms they're more 
scrambling like a, like, like you know when we watch those Tom and Jerry cartoons where you know arms and feet are like spinning at the same time. It's almost like that, right? Just very very, anim- I say bestial. Um, and then that's sort of like in the end of the game, the story prog- uh, progresses to a state where you now have people who are sort of become aware of um, of demons by the fact that. You see demons come into the world and Akira fighting them off. Um, again, with Rio, with Rio in the background and video recording all this as well. Um, Rio, surprise, surprise, starts having or starts becoming very, very jealous of um, the relationship between Akira and Mickey. Uh-huh. Um, because I guess, again, we don't understand why this is happening, right? But we know that obviously um, Rio very much loves. Um, Akira. I don't know whether it's platonic or, or what have you, but he starts to get jealous when Mickey's around. I don't know if anyone picked up on that mm-hmm. theme there, but it, prog- it becomes more jealousy as Mickey and Akira start to sort of hang out a lot more. Um, fast forward a little bit, Rio ends up on an island where, again, this is through his travels of him sort of understand what demons are. Yeah. And he comes across a tribe that refer to him as Seda. I'm thinking, why do they call him Seder? Oh, obviously, it must, be, it must be Satan, right? And then you sort of see his origin mm-hmm. of, you know, of him getting kicked out of, uh, kicked out of heaven, um, coming to earth, and then sort of appreciating these people who are very, very primitive, right? This is, this we're talking um, um, millennia ago. And they still think of him as, you know, as this, this savior, this, this God that they all, that they all worship or whatnot, right? And actually, you th- you'd expect Rio to turn around and kill them all, but he doesn't. He actually just lives with them. Um, and then you have this crew. Then they have this um, army, um, or I call them militia. Um, so they all just add, or maybe like a paramilitary company or whatever. They all come down, kill everyone, almost kill Rio. Rio turns into Satan, and then dis- and then what we what, what we assume is that he destroys them, right? Uh-huh. Again, fast forward a bit longer, a bit more. There's now a press conference where he has, I think, a leading, a leading um, expert on, um, on, on um, I guess, the human. Oh. Um, I, I guess one's demons and one's the human, uh, the human mind. Yeah. And the um, real tells a lie, and the lie is that when people, the reason why people come devils, so basically everyone's affected with devils. Anyone and everyone can become a devil, right? Mm. Can become a demon. And the way to become a demon is that they basically become when people become dissatisfied with the world they become a demon right yeah and not only does he say this but he also has footage of akira turning into devil man and that just sets everyone off because people people around this time people knew that demons were around and whatnot and blah blah right and then all of a sudden rio says this as like oh shit so anyone can become a demon or whatnot right and yeah. then now so and say again, and it causes a lot of problems because now the humans are just like going after each other. It causes a basic apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's so sad because um, along this line, I mean, so the reason why I get it, I, I said that Brad Star was a lot to do with like relationships, and emotions, right? Is that when you look at Mickey's uh, family, right? Like you know the fact that their, their family is a proper Christian. I say proper Christian, but their family is a Christian family. Um, where the dads are like reading from the Bible, and whatnot. Um, they pray every time they eat and whatnot. Oh. And then when Taro Mickey's um, 
younger brother turns to a demon and the dad's like obviously they've been separated from the dad but the dad yeah. finally finds them and sees that he's a demon it's Taro that's eating his mum yeah that was and so he, peak yeah I was like he does not know what to do because it's like he's going against everything he believed in yeah but, and, and, and he was someone who was teaching he was preaching peace and stuff like that it's the fact that also yeah the mum allowed him him to eat her mm. yeah she, mm. she, gave herself, she gave herself up so it's just like ugh. yeah because yeah. um, right, you're thinking because he was very conflicted because when even when people turn to demons and stuff like that right and Tara asked him what do you what should we do with these demons he said let's not fight them let's yeah. let's meet them with love and then seeing his own son eating his wife who he loves obviously he loves his son as well mm. and it was so he's so torn between that like he has a gun in his hand that he just doesn't know what to do do I do I do I kill him do I not kill him do I kill him do I not kill him in the end, he doesn't get he doesn't kill them, but um, again, the Japanese military yeah. see him doing this and think that he's a devil, so end up shoot end up shooting him, killing him. Like he had his body absolutely absolutely gets destroyed. Like yeah, no, no, I, it, I, it, 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 to... it weren't that he was a devil. He was stopped. He yeah. didn't want him to kill his son. So in that yeah, moment, he didn't want him to yeah, yeah. So in that, so in that, they they just killed him anyway, and then tried to kill Taro, but. Um, Akira as Doverman saved Taro, but all of that, I was, uh, that that's just started pulling out my heartstrings because can you imagine that happening to you? And like, what would you do in that situation? Oh, do you know so what I mean? Peak. So peak. Oh, and then um, when things obviously dive, um, sort of devolve even further, so what to when people are making like their own small militias, and if you're not part of this group, there's a group that wears all white. If you're not part of this group, then you guys are all demons, so they end up shooting, they end up killing people like that. Um, when it comes to uh, sort of who to who sort of no, who's your enemy? I try to identify who's your enemy, who's your friend, and you see all these people sort of get into little groups, and it just becomes a craziness where you don't know who's who, you don't know what's what. Like shops are being burned down, people are being killed left, right, and center. Like literally, the whole this was Japan, right? Alone, but you could tell like the whole world had gone to shit. Yeah. Um. And again, something I mentioned earlier was when we saw, um, we we saw like you know Miko as her devil self, right? Her devil self was um, almost like a spider, um, and. Miki was on her back, right, and they were running away from these uh, militiamen in uh, in a jeep. And the conversation they were having wasn't about them getting away; it was about them being thankful to each other for you know being able to support each other, pushing them to the pushing them to the limits to be the best at sprinting and whatnot. That's all about the conversation they're having. And they're saying, in an ideal world, we would be best friends and blah blah. So they're having that conversation. I right? wasn't getting like run down by these guys in a jeep. Um, Miko sacrifices herself, right? Doesn't even try to attack these people, right? Tries to stall them, tries to reason with them, whilst Miki is sprinting away. Yeah. Um, she ends up getting like killed, mutilated, and whatnot, right? And then we see Miko, who we be like, we're hoping, yeah, she's she's actually run, she's actually run away from these guys, right? The jeep now runs her down, um, as in front of her. She turns back and as she turns around, she just gets sla- um, stabbed in the back, and the dagger is drawn all the way back down. And you're thinking, "Oh, damn! That's like that." She's the one person who wants to make it through all this, right? Um, and then the next scene is just—it's it's a living hell because there's a huge blazing fire, right? And 
you see all parts of not just Mickey herself, but of the you know the bullies, the ex bullies, you know the people who bullied even Kira, right? You see them who'd also banded together to fight um, f- with each other against all these people who were trying to kill them, and whatnot. Yeah, that was you a really cool that, scene. Oh, you see, you see heads. I mean, you don't see uh, the actual faces, but you see silhouettes of them. Yeah. So you know who's who. So you have a character who's got dreads and stuff. You see him. You see someone who's clearly Mickey. Um. Uh, also, you see all those body parts, and in your head you're thinking, "Yeah, now we don't know who's the devil and like, who's the demon and who's human." Yeah. It's sort of like everyone's I, just the same I, now, I, whether I, they're demon or human. I thought what was like the most coldest scene yeah, is when the car comes. And then mm. you see the head of the dreadlock guy, and you think oh, he's come yeah. to save her, and then it's just his decapitated head. I was mm. like, no, like I wanted them guys to survive, man. Like they were really cool characters in the end. Hundred percent, they were. Because uh, yeah, yeah. Um, because even with that relationship, right? When you saw how Mickey sort of saved them from getting shot by the police in like in the, in the earlier episode when they were in the shop, do you remember that scene? Yeah. And then see them now, you're thinking, actually, you guys are all right. And then it not being the case that they managed to beat all these people and escape and whatnot. And yeah, it was absolutely crazy. And this reminded me of something that actually happened in, um, obviously, during the Capitol riots, you know, like, you know, when people are told, like, the, yeah, the Capitol, the Capitol riots in America, um, where people, I'm not calling them devils or anything, but I'm just saying in terms of, if you're misinformed about something and you act out in a certain way, like, who do you think is the enemy and who do you think is, you know, a citizen, that kind of thing. And watching this again, I kind of got a sense of that. Um, because at the end of the day, everyone's human, right? But how do you treat your fellow man in such a way that you're able to just kill this person, mutilate them in cold blood because you think they might be a demon? Mm. Not even that they are a demon, that they might be a demon because they're somehow satisfied with the world um which is crazy because when you look when you listen to those words right how vague is it to say that people become demons when they're dissatisfied with the world it's almost like saying i lost my job i'm dissatisfied with the world all right i'm going to become a demon do you know what i mean like who's your enemy who's your friend in that in that aspect like you don't know and you saw that clearly when human beings were just turning human beings um and in the end of it all, when Akira is fighting against Ryo, who is Satan, that we, we end up knowing that he's Satan. Even the fight they had was, was pretty much one-sided, yeah. but right at the end, when you saw uh, Ryo break down in tears after, he kill, after he'd killed uh, um, Akira, you're thinking, dude, you did all of this, what reason exactly? Uh-huh. Because the world is the world is also getting destroyed. I think God has started sending the angels down, so the world is just getting blown to bits and whatnot. And 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 Rio is just sitting, looking up, watching all this destruction happen around them, right? And I'm thinking, out of all this, you get, like you not only lost your friend, but you've lost everything around you. Like the demons who are fighting alongside you are getting killed off. Yeah. Like you have nothing now, so. Yeah, it was, a, it was a very, very interesting story. Um, and the whole journey, everything was so... It was interesting because you could tell that even though Ryo loved Akira, he still went ahead because of his jealousy and killed him anyway. It might, he may, may not have meant to kill him or whatever, but... Yeah, I mean, all these things unfold and yeah, it was, it was crazy. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, 
I read somewhere that there is so there is a manga for this, right? Um, there's several manga, but there's two that are um, linked together. Um, I can't remember the name, the name of the manga itself that's linked to this, but it's basically when you see Akira's journey in hell. I'll, that's what I'm saying. Um, right. So there is definitely a sequel to this um, in manga form, at least. Hopefully, hopefully, Micah, they will have a season two for it. Yeah, I think. Um, I, think I, don't know, I don't know how long that'll take. I think though, the manga to this is just back. is just called Devil Man. Okay. Yeah, the manga to this yeah. is just called Devil Man. Um, okay. But yeah, um, yeah, man. So uh, guys, just bringing a close close to the end of the episode. Uh, we have a super jam packed episode for you this weekend. Uh, we may have yeah. to split. What? I said, yeah, boy. Oh, I, was, I, I thought I was someone different. I thought someone had jumped into the Discord. <laughs> I was like, who's that? Um, but yeah, we got a jam packed episode for mm-hmm. you on Saturday, so we might end up splitting things into two again but um guys thank you very much for joining me um thank and you. without further ado guys um mike i say bye to the people yeah people mike say bye to the people bye everyone catch you next time all right guys catch you later bye bye now